They may have been short on space toilets, but they were long on determination. Matt, David, and Nathan, the guys who went to the moon and didn't have a pot to piss in. <laughs> This episode of Eclipse on Tap is brought to you by Underberg, the German herbal digestive that is a very special after-dinner drink and served in more than 100 countries as a crowning finale to gourmet meals or hearty snacks. But what about after a flight of sour beers? Or stouts. Or stouts or bold beers. If you're looking for something after a large meal, maybe it's a festive meal, maybe it's 4th of July grilling, you're feeling a little bloated and a little groggy, Grab an Underberg to feel bright and alert. I'm going to grab one right now. Yes, sir. Cheers. Welcome back to Eclipse on Tap, the podcast where we talk about eclipses of all kinds and space in general. Episode 61. <sighs> 61. 61. She's foaming. Ooh. We're moving into those. Uh, we're getting close to retirement. Yeah, we are. We're in getting, episode age. In, uh, yeah. Well, we we will never retire. But <laughs> Yeah, didn't mean it that way. Yeah. But in, we're getting uh, close in to people uh, years. In people, yeah. yeah. In dog years. Yeah. And <laughs> in human years, we're close to retirement. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, back in uh, the month of February here at Pub 39A. Yep. Enjoying some uh, crisp crisp beers and we crisp just, weather. We just had some good pizza, too. Sure yeah. did. Yeah. I just cracked the Dales. You like the retro can? Oh, I do like doing that. Oscar That's Blues. Super cool. So we toured them when we were in... Uh, uh, it's the Asheville area, but I want to say that they're they're just outside of Asheville. Yeah, they've got Asheville and then Denver. I think there's like one Colorado. Yeah, yeah. yeah the original is in in Denver or somewhere in Colorado. I think it's Denver or Fort Collins or something. But then uh, they had the second location in Asheville that was really cool. It was like a warehouse. I mean, I was expecting it to be something like pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Like something, not, not the size of like a founders, but something pretty impressive based on the size of the brewery. Like yeah. A, yeah. And it was, it was like a warehouse kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And the only, like the tap room was upstairs and they were like brewing right underneath you. That's kind of cool and, though. Yeah. It was like, like a, a down to earth. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Like a steel building type thing. It's awesome. Mm. Um, speaking of down to earth, earth in general, it kind of reminds me of the new ecliptic beers, the, the can the space uh what do they call cosmic collaboration that yes. would be uh we got two beers am now. i reading this one off? sure yeah. anybody ecliptic yeah. brewing we're gonna do the this the big boy first yeah sure might as well right. do we I have get glasses oh yeah actually. grab, yeah, grab some glasses. samples you can uh go ahead and read it off and yeah colette throw that sent one in the, the fridge uh sent the little the the blurb um yes we're appreciative for ecliptic brewing to give us our brews today we've got yeah cosmic collab uh ecliptic and fort George Black Cold IPA. Brewed with our friends at, from Astoria's Fort George Brewery, this Black Cold IPA is fermented with lager yeast and generously dry hopped with Idaho 7 Necatron or Nec, Nectaron and Citra. Ooh. That's a hard word. <laughs> Nectaron. <laughs> Nectaron. Nectaron. Bringing citrus and tropical notes, finishing dry and crisp with a hint of roast. This beer is 
perfect for a chilly night of exploration on the final frontier. Ooh. I like the sound of that. That's right up our alley. Mm-hmm. Talking dirty to us. <laughs> uh, ABV, 7%. Okay, okay. IBU, 50. Very nice. So black, It's a, it's a really cool uh, um, logo. you got I, two astronauts that are... They're they're toasting their pints of this. It looks like it must be this beer because it's like black, and they're uh, they're like kind of in like a wave. They're like a, like it, it's like ocean. Does yeah. it does it look to you? I mean, this could just be me, but does it look to you like those are containers on a ship? Yes, it does. Okay, yeah. 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 So it's definitely, yeah. it's definitely like container ships on a wave. I don't know what's in the background. It almost looks like the Colosseum or something. I look think I think that might be. Oh yeah, interesting. Doesn't that look like the Colosseum? It looks or? like some like ancient ruin or yeah. something. But yeah, there's like container ship of waves and yeah, it's a it's super cool, super it's, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love the color contrasts with like the black IPA. Yeah, on the gold is that kind of like a goldish astronaut? Yeah, it's a tribute to uh, the chaos of containers. Yeah, the last two years Ooh, we got a black the, black oh yeah tab we, on isn't it that too. that's really uh, really really slick. What's up, Ecliptic? Really slick. Did it say what is a cold IPA? The, do we know what that is? Is that like a style? That's a style, right? Like yeah. a, it's like cold rolled steel. <laughs> yeah. Kinda. Like gold rolled right, steel. We're going yeah. to crack it. Crack it. I imagine it was be like maybe something about the process of the brewing was done well, in that, cold conditions. Isn't that what they always say about Coors is that it's cold, yeah. cold? Cold lagered. Yeah. Cold brewed or yep. whatever. Cold, yeah. cold lagered. Yeah. That makes sense. So it's an IPA that is... Uh, Somehow, ooh, a little foam. How's the foam? <laughs> the foam is really tasty. <laughs> and it's a black IPA. I'll pour them for you. Don't worry. I never miss pour. Cold black IPA. Um, never miss pour, eh? Can't say I've ever had this style, and uh, I'm it, absolutely like it, thrilled. Although, that was a good pour. Although dark, it as you pour it, it's light. Like watch, watch when I pour this one. It, it like it doesn't. I don't know. It almost doesn't add up. It's like Coca-Cola. Yeah, yeah. It know? is like it. It does it's have like that Coke. Coca-Cola hue to it. Yeah. Where it, as it's pouring, it's more of like an ambery, and then as it's, it's yeah. like black when it's in there. So cheers, cheers. cheers. Thank you, Thanks, Ecliptic. John Harris, Colette Becker, and uh, Fort George Brewing. Oh yeah. Oh, get down. Oh yeah. Get oh. down, my belly. Are you kidding me? Oh damn. Oh my god. <laughs> That's a good one. John! <laughs> Seven percenter. I, this would Woo. do some damage. So good. I love the malt. The malt is yeah. so... It's got oh. that malty backbone. Good it, heavens. Ecliptic That's does a good not one. mess around. That's they, a good one. You might oh. think that we're just saying it, but I swear it is the best beer. That is good. They, they do some really awesome stuff over there. And Fort George is... What'd they say? That's a, uh, a locally, local one in Portland, right? Or somewhere? Astoria. Astoria. Is that... Somewhere in Oregon, Oregon? I think. It must be. That you the hops I'll, the hops I'm fact checking them. Hops smell amazing. It, it smells amazing. It tastes amazing. It's so good. Oh man. The the twenty twenty three first cosmic collab. I love we've always uh I feel like really enjoyed the Cosmics. Astoria is in fact in Oregon. In Oregon, okay. Yes. Ooh, um, it's a beautiful town. Really have enjoyed cosmic collabs. Like all oh, of yeah. them are just so awesome. So inspired, I feel like. Um they're always something trying something new, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes it's like a simple beer. Like that one was the Italian style Pilsner. It was like real simple, easy drinking, crisp. Others are like extreme, some fruited thing. The story is like on this, it's like this little peninsula out to the uh, it's oh, like, ocean. It's like at the port like probably. If, you, if I zoom out, it's in Portland's uh, right there. Yeah, okay. It's, 
Yeah. Up in the uh, coast. It's one of the ports of port land. Land. It's on the coast, just, man. Are you kidding it's me? It's a coastal town. You got this with this hops right now. It's just it's so good. you got to be kidding me. It's so, good. so good. They really crushed it as they always do. Um, and if you want to learn more, definitely give them a follow at Ecliptic Brewing on Instagram. They um, had some cool photos and I think maybe even a video of the brewing process where the folks from Fort George and John Harris himself Fill me back um, up. Got, so uh, <laughs> got together, um, got together and, uh, and brewed it out. I'm just making it even. I'm not taking your extras. This might be one of my new favorites. I from think them. it is. I think it's my all time. So good. Drink it up, boys. This is damn good. Yeah. We're not going to have this sample for long. No, this isn't going <laughs> to last a whole half. I'll definitely take a top you off. Polish it off. As I pour I it over my I love beers like this where, you, like, yeah. you know, when I see a dark one, like that one that you tried tonight was like, it, it smelled really, oh, I'm good because I, I already poured. I, it smelled really peaty and then it was really heavy and you're like, oh, I couldn't drink a whole that, one of these. Yeah, that thing smelled like a campfire. Yeah. No doubt. But I love beers like this that yeah. look like that, mm-hmm. but then they're so drinkable. Yes. Yeah. Crushable. Yeah, yeah. Crushable. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. it's a really, really good combo. When I th- I, I've been a big fan of that, too. And I know you are as well, right? Yeah. yeah David, yeah. like Perrin Black is a good one around around our parts uh, that fits into that category. Right. This is better, though. This yeah. is way better. <laughs> um, oh, man. It's just... It's, it's delicious. So, it's very complex, too. Yeah. Like, more complex than I thought. As far as like the the flavors of the different hops and the malts and all that, yeah, y'all are missing out because we we're just having a mouth fiesta right now. Yes, yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, super good. So yeah, thank you to um to Colette for sending those. It's always very much appreciated. And in fact, we have another Ecliptic Brewing beer for the second half. So we got treated, and they came. They also arrived in the mail today, the day we're recording. So it couldn't have been better timing. Lovely. It was uh, yeah. it was awesome. It was a nice surprise. Thank you, Colette. Yes, thank you so much. We had a good time with uh, <coughs> our friends at Speciation last night. Too. We did, yes. We did. met with them, um, kind of stemming off of what we discussed in 60, which was more or less our kind of giving thanks to all the people that were connected with, Speciation being one of them, and uh, had a really productive meeting with them. Some cool stuff. Do we I probably won't, do we want to keep it no, under yeah, wraps? Keep we're it keeping wraps. that one yeah. under the wrap yep, for now. But we have yeah. a really special project we're working on with them uh, and, and someone else. So it's... Uh, it's going to be a great year. We're, we're calling yeah. it the uh, Alan Parsons Project. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come up with a code name for it. Have to, right? Yeah. yeah. White um, Rabbit. Yep. <laughs> he will picked up some merch last night. I did. I got he, a hat. I like from, it. Uh, yeah, Speciation. It, it's a nice little, I, I thought it'd be a good little hat but, to uh, model uh, when we do uh, the, new, the new kit modeling. Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be cool. The clay so, logo. Yeah, the same yeah. one that's on the sleeve, which yeah, is awesome. Same logo. It's a yeah, uh, patch hat. And it'll be cool. Very cool. Be rocking that at Grattan. So if you want one, if you want to look cool like me, stop by stop by Speciation and pick one up. Boom. Just, just Boom. name drop EOT. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Maybe they'll give you a little something. Um, but yeah, we're excited to be back here with you in the month of February. Um, it is a time and space, I think, if we just cut right to where we were uh, most recently, where there's just some crazy things going on. We're uh, in the news, right? Yeah. Shooting have down balloons. Shooting down balloons. That's that's kind of <laughs> what's coming to top shooting of mind. Shooting down balloons. Shoot, like yeah, in the last, uh, what, however many days or week, week, two, yeah, bal- yeah. two balloons. I think 200 yeah. foot tall balloons, by the way. And they're 40,000 feet. 200 feet? Yeah. yeah. I heard it was like 3,000 or uh, 3,000, three school buses in diameter. I, I, like, I didn't hear it was that it big. It was 200 feet tall. 
yeah. Let me, uh, yeah. yeah so the yeah. one thing I'm, I'm guessing it's like kind of like a weather balloon style and i can speak from experience the the weather balloon when you unfold it out of the package is like this wide mm-hmm. and then at its altitude at ours went up to 128,000 feet it, it's like 30 feet wide really it, yeah it expands like insane yeah, that's crazy it's super cool and the video from from what i'm referencing our camera points up and as it pops and you can just see like the last second before it pops and it's just enormous yeah so awesome but but yeah i'm like i'm assuming these ones these were only at sixty thousand feet though yeah 40 You're to saying 60 you got to 120 we got to 120 yeah yeah, yeah. Right. 40 to 60 is definitely within airspace it's you're not getting like yeah. that curvature of the earth quite yet um because you're I, what do commercial flights are at like 30 something 35 mm-hmm. i think so you're at which is kind of scary that these balloons unidentified balloons were like yeah. in in the midst of air traffic well, that's, mm-hmm. when they said they were going to shoot it down i was a little bit like are they going to fly all the way up to it or do they have to shoot up you know because you think like a commercial flight 30 to thirty-five thousand feet I, I'm guessing that the fighter jets can go higher than that, mm-hmm. yeah. but still, I, I, can they go to sixty thousand feet? I don't know. Like you think back to um, even like Neil Armstrong. What was that? The um, X- yeah, the, I think they still. Uh, I mean, shit. I just watched something recently on like YouTube. It might have been like a smarter everyday type thing, um, but the, I think they still go like that high where it's like what was that plane called because they have oxygen i don't i don't recall yeah Yeah. they do yeah oxygen mask for sure they do get to the point where it's like you're literally on the edge of Mm -hmm. the atmosphere okay and it's to the point where it's like you're the the actual plane itself doesn't have enough really i i guess there's not enough oxygen going through the jets at that point right? well there's no there's there's no atmosphere to actually like you know, the wings don't with. even do anything or propel yeah. yourself with. So yeah. it's you're like kind of like skimming almost on the atmosphere. And then you kind of have to like just time it just right to just dip back down to get pulled mm-hmm. in by gravity again. But Neil Armstrong <laughs> did have a, a scenario where that almost didn't happen. Yeah. The opening uh, scene of first yeah. man, right? Yeah. Great movie. So, Great movie. Was, yeah. Is that where he uh, it gets, it gets, wait, uh, remind me. that's not the one where it's like rotating. No, that was, um, that was the Gemini mission, yeah, but yeah. No, he was, it was like it, something with the altimeter yeah. or something. And it was like more or less like crash crashing. Well, like okay. the plane pretty much like shut down. Yeah. And just like, and so he didn't have any control and he was literally like floating on the edge of space and like space and, and earth's atmosphere. Jesus. And it was like literally like on the edge and thank God. Juegos. Back down. Juegos. Yeah. What a, what a, Crazy, which is why they say you gotta have the right stuff. Yes, to you land do. on the moon. Yeah. But. So these the fighter jets, the one that was most recently shot down, uh, for as far as the balloons, unidentified balloons, was off the oh, north. Wait, wait, I I don't mean to interrupt, but yep. <laughs> I have something very funny about this. Yes. They were putting out notices to the residents of South Carolina not to try and shoot it down <laughs> with their guns. So like, <laughs> your bullets will not make it to the balloon. <laughs> Do not attempt to shoot it down. Gravity will, unfortunately, That's the first thing I thought, too. Yeah. Because the minute it was like, it's a Chinese balloon, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, man, everybody. Yeah, every yeah. hillbilly is yeah. going to be out there. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah for sure. And, and that's when things start to get dangerous and can you see it? i mean <laughs> I, you just got stray bullets falling back into the atmosphere yeah. well i mean could you honestly like with the naked eye see it though i mean i think yeah could, mm-hmm. so um like, yeah. the video of the one in south carolina getting shot down it's like it's like it kind of sounds like college kids did you hear the audio yeah so they're watching this like f-22 like approach this thing yeah, and then they, you can see it launch a, the missile 
Raptor. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's going to hit it. It's going to hit it. And then it actually hits it. And the balloon you see, like, kind of makes some, not like explode, but kind of like shrap, you know, shraps pal- fall yeah. off. And it's just like, what the hell? Yeah. This is so crazy. So there's not just one, but there have been multiple of these things. Yeah. Yep. This I is news so. to yeah. me. I Like, I yeah. tracked the one that was first spotted in Billings. And then they shot it out, shot it down off the coast of I think Myrtle Beach, like somewhere in South Carolina. Like, yeah, which is um, insane that it went across the whole U.S. It just basically followed the jet stream. Yeah, actually, Bill Steffen did a nice report on it. He did, he, and it was he was like, you know, it, it's it's not going to keep up with the jet stream, but it, it's going to kind of get guided by whatever stream. So they were forecasting it being like right over Myrtle Beach. Yeah, and they didn't want to shoot it down over um, inland because they didn't want it to like have debris hit the ground and probably cause they wanted to get the debris too, like track it, figure out what the heck they were looking for. I don't, yeah. they haven't found the main payload of that one. Interesting. Yeah. Bill so, Stefan. So legend. Yeah. Bill is a great, great guy. Awesome mustache too, by the way. Oh, he's legendary. Mustache. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then South America, He'd be a great guest. Yeah, he would be. Yeah. He, he's local. We could bring him on. We could. Yeah. Oh, we gotta know somebody. Bill Stefan. He's, he, he's a legend. What an absolute legend. Seriously. We could, we'll tweet to him and yeah. see if he responds. Yeah. He's got to be into space, right? Like, oh, oh, yeah. He's a meteorologist. For sure. For yeah. sure. yeah they, the, the two go hand in hand. Yeah. But it said, uh, so yeah, the Chinese spy balloon, um, which tra- transfixed America over the past week, had a flight path that took it over sensitive military sites and had a propulsion and uh, capability and steering capability that could slow it down, speed it up, etc. So it actually had like thrust yeah and there's another one uh over and it alaska somehow just somehow got off course according to the chinese <laughs> yeah wild yeah just just so happens that it was like parked over our inter- intercontinental ballistic missile bases and uh like like i just said like another one's on its way in in alaska then Is i think so there was one that was shot down um most recently maybe i think it might have even been today um, in off the northeastern coast of Alaska. Oh, they shot it down already. They shot it down. This today. worries me. This yeah. really worries me. If I'm being honest, roughly like, the size of a small car traveling across Alaska's airspace, the Pentagon unleashed an F-22 Raptor on its ass. <laughs> on that <laughs> ass. Not on its ass. <laughs> Hey, can I go back to Bill Stefan for a yeah, second? Yeah, I just thought of something. Of Please, let's keep going with Bill. I just thought of something. So I actually met him. Ooh, yeah. I actually met him at, in uh, in sixth grade science Olympiad at GVSU. Amazing. <laughs> um, we, uh, we The model plane competition, uh, he, he was a judge. So I got to meet him. We came in, uh, I think, fourth place. Um, but yeah. So I do have a connection. <laughs> yes, he might remember me from that some sixth grade. So. Just tweet it out directly like that. Who knows? That would have been uh, oh crap, uh, nineteen ninety nine. I think it would have right. been so, right at the turn yeah. of the new millennium. So. Wow, yeah, he is. Uh, he's a legend for sure. Thank you, Bill, for tweeting about this story. Um, the crazy thing too is like these F twenty twos are not. Like just going up there with their like little normal their pinhole pricker yeah yeah their <laughs> pinhole prickers uh their what's the like the artillery gun or like just a little machine gun yeah what did they yeah. they're shooting what, like missiles at these was it missiles yeah okay <laughs> both, you, both of them you know what I'd like to see though 
a fucking tic tac take one of them down. Yes, like out of the tic tac's just like no, not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but God, unless I the, the tic tac is owned by the Chinese too, <laughs> we don't know. We, case, don't know. Yeah, we don't even know that. So, or or but. if someone did spot like, have you guys seen the movie? Nope. No. Uh, nope. Yes. <laughs> nope. Haven't. Um. It's it's kind of uh it's it's made by Jordan Peele so it's kind of got like um. I don't know if you watched Get Out, which is what his other movie was, his first cinematic. Mm, I, uh, yeah, I feel. You like remember I him saw from Key and Peele, right? Like comedian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like now ch- completely trans uh, changed his career into directing and producing, and he's like a pro, super good. Oh movies. yeah, yeah. But anyway, this movie is about aliens, and um, it has the ability to like kind of camouflage into the sky, and the way they find it, uh, and this is it's not a spoiler; it's kind of in the trailer. Even is that like the cloud? they they finally notice like wow that cloud is has not moved and it's just it like so um i think about that with like the tic tac if it was doing the same thing and suddenly it just uh, just a rare moment where someone caught it on camera or whatever if you saw it just like come into scene and just start dropping these balloons out from it yes <laughs> oh that would blow your mind it's actually. Ra- yeah. that cloud is raining balloons and you're like wait a second and then you just see a blip of the tic tac and it like shoots off into the distance it's like it's almost like it's a little like uh you know like those uh seahorses that are just shooting sperm everywhere <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's like yes it's, it's i know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about it's it's almost kind of like i watch the, those videos all day <laughs> shooting baby seahorses out just like just, oh man just uh it's just you know, it's uh, reproducing. Yes. Yeah. And, so. uh, you know, they say what would be super wild is if, uh, you know, they there was that theory that the Tic Tacs are, are tracking whale migration, right? So what if these balloons, if they if they capture the payload and it has like 20, uh, 2,500 pounds of fresh krill dumped down into the ocean, uh, we find that this is a uh, whale's favorite dessert. <laughs> like they're <laughs> essentially feeding whales. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, we think it's a national security threat, and it's just them feeding whales. I like no, I am really worried about this because it's, you got yeah. the whole ch- the the Russia Ukraine thing going on, and yep. now all of a sudden China's just launching balloons over the U.S. and just so happens they park over military places. Well, like of all things, of why a, a fucking balloon? Yeah, like wh- like what? That's why we need to find like the actual parts to it, like that landed in the ocean that we shot over like Myrtle Beach, because like. Uh, you have how many spy satellites in yeah, orbiting sure. Earth? Like you need to send a fucking balloon up there, right? Yeah, like, you can zoom in well, from the satellite. It's not yeah. World War Two, okay? Like we don't, you know. The thing that worries me is that, like, going back to the Tic Tacs, is they've said when they do fly over a military base, there's been times where all of the equipment shuts down, like they, they wouldn't have the capability to fire a missile if they needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, all right, does China have some of that technology and they're just trying to fly it over our like military bases and they're going to pull something like, or they're testing some technology to shut down our yeah. bases. Like that, that's what scares me. Like radar it, jammers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I guess that is a good point. Cause then it would give them incentive beyond cause the satellites, they can see everything, but this would be like getting you that step closer. It says, well, if you, if you knew you had a sitting duck in like, if you oh, could yeah. shut down all of our weapon systems. And we're just a sitting duck, like not good. What better time to, yeah? It jump does on say us. Um, the title of this article was "How China's Spy Balloon 
isn't so unique from espionage technology. It's like, yeah, no shit. It, this, people were doing this in, like you said, like World War I. Yeah. <laughs> Sending balloons. Let's send a balloon up. <laughs> Go on, send it. <laughs> send a uh, message in a bottle, yes, we will. Well, drop it. Go ahead. 30,000 feet. And write it in a threatening tone. <laughs> Put exclamation points and capital letters everywhere. Oh, that reminds me yeah. of Borat when they're when he's faxing the like president of Kazakhstan in the movie. They're like faxing each other back and forth yeah. in the U.S. And he's like, <laughs> add some exclamation points, like the same thing. Yeah, oh, man. they could be Kazakhstan sending these over. We don't yeah. know. Never know. But it is a little bit like, I guess to uh, get back to the the whole topic of just it's a little unsettling like why would they be doing why would why would there be a bunch of balloons coming through like there's yeah. just like what what's going on yeah there's something what's, weird going what inspired on. this yeah. yeah you're not just like doing research no what's this, and also like we're gonna just shoot them down immediately anyway like are you kidding right. me like <laughs> i don't know now that, now that we know they're coming yeah. yeah until you figure out how to jam our you know unless it's a distraction whatever yeah yeah. And the one thing I was thinking about too, especially it really put it in perspective when I watched the video on Instagram of the sh- fighter, bla- fighter jet shooting it down with the missile. But like, I understand that the, the individual flying that jet is undergoing a significant amount of risk. Cause who knows? Like, what is this thing? It's unidentified, or, right? Like, what is it filled with? You know, like exactly. Like they're undergoing a level it of risk. It, it drops like some new virus on us exactly or something? exactly yeah. yep. yeah or even like if it had some sort of um like electron something that like took the plane out or what i don't know all sorts of stuff i totally understand that there's a huge level of risk just even being in the military in general but understanding that that individual is clearly a skilled pilot that must have been pretty fun oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. that must have been that's oh, what yeah. i mean yeah like, that's just a sitting just, duck up there it's, it's like, just push, like yeah. launch a missile knowing what it's it target is target practice yeah just knowing what it is you're just like oh i'm going to absolutely <laughs> i am going to nuke this thing <laughs> the general or whatever on the ground's like oh god yeah it's a light balloon we can probably just use the machine gun no, no. <laughs> <laughs> send out the raytheon infrared heat seeking missile <laughs> a wild story it's yeah. a crazy time we live in it is. it is a very crazy time. It, it did look like a UFO. Did you guys watch any of the videos mm-hmm. of it? Like that people were just out there and they'd be like, all right, the moon's right there. And then they'd scroll right over to it. And it's much brighter than a star. Yeah. Like it was very visible. And they're just like, we have no fucking clue what this thing is. I mean, if I would have seen it, I'd been like, we saw a UFO. Finally, I how fucking do we, saw how do we a UFO. Know, oh yeah, how do we know that's not what we saw over Lake Michigan this past summer? Balloons. Right. We've not considered balloons. We haven't. I, I, I mean, I, I would imagine our uh, military would have seen that. But yeah. 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 Can you imagine being on the beach and watching an F-22 Raptor while you're just oh, sitting there? Oh, just light it up. <laughs> like, and that's what those, ki- those kids in that Instagram video, you say, like, it was from South Carolina. They're like, not, not that it's like beach weather there, but they're, you know, it's like. Yeah. They're hanging they're out. They're just hanging yeah. out, whatever. Just what a weird thing to watch yeah, in the sky. Was. Crazy. But, um, uh, yeah, so that's, that's definitely a story to follow. <laughs> Just go ahead and we'll, follow we'll Bill Stefan. following that. EOTNN is going to follow that story. Yeah, we'll hire Bill Stefan as the um, official meteorologist for EOTNN. Yes. We might as well just rename the how podcast for EOT, EOTNN. EOTNN. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How, and how is he not retired yet? He he's, is, like, he's emeritus. Oh, yeah. is he? Yep. So okay, he's still, I was going to say, he's been around since I was a kid. And he's always looked the same. Yes. <laughs> like, he was old then. <laughs> It's 
awesome when he calls in to News 8 to do like a weather commentary from his basement because yes. it's like an old school, old people's basement yeah with like the wood paneling yes. and all that kind of stuff it's great yeah. it's so good and he's got like his little like he kind of has like similar to your dad's pub like some stuff on the walls and you know we gotta little, get bill yeah. stefan oh, <laughs> we so really do he's emeritus i mean he's not working full-time no yeah he's he's working for the people full-time yeah that, you know that's what he's always gonna he's do. a man of but, the people yeah but, for sure but, i mean yeah. he would be a great friend oh yeah i feel like like a friend of ours like he hey, would bill. just he gets it is there going to be a snow day tomorrow? <laughs> it does. We'll throw him on the jersey. <laughs> just, the, just put a mustache. Yeah, we already next, have uh, next, to Rob's, next to Rob. Another mustache. Yeah. Does he, he have like a foundation? The Bill Stefan foundation? I, I don't know. In support of mustache growth and prosperity. <laughs> what a guy. For those that yeah. don't have any idea what we're talking about, there's a local weatherman who's <laughs> a legend here. For those of you in Japan and <laughs> yeah. uh, the Netherlands. And if you're in we, China, F off. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Bill Stefan's uh, mustache is legendary around these parts, and uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's a, he's a guy. He's a, he's a, he's America's man. <clears throat> is it time for a uh, Underberg break? Yeah, yeah, for I was sure. Say. Getting a little bit. Empty. Oh, you guys, come on, throw them in the freezer, get them it, cold. We, we, actually, I was fresh out, so Matt had to bring yeah. me more. Uh, it's so, uh, fresh right. off the shelf. Oh, you got a fresh thirty pack there. E. Yeah, I've got, I've got, I still have like one or two cases of that, so we can pass those around for sure. We had a good talk with them. We can talk about the second half. So good. Yeah, yeah. Underberg, we'll tease that right here um, and then talk about it later. But yeah, Underberg had another, we had another very productive, awesome call with them. We are enthusiastic about them and they're enthusiastic about us and it's uh, couldn't feel better. And I want one right now. Yes. Right now. So um, we'll go ahead and phase into the break presented by Underberg. See you soon. Eclipse on Tap is also brought to you by Ecliptic Brewing. Ecliptic Brewing, located in Portland, Oregon, brings you the best space beers ever made. Oh, without a doubt. The space beer trend is big, but no one does. They, they, they own yeah. it. They own it. They absolutely yeah. own it. Legendary brewmaster John Harris really brings together his passion for space and beer together in now two locations in Portland, Oregon, Ecliptic Brewing and the Moon Room. Moon Room looks awesome. Gotta check it out. If you live in the Pacific Northwest, make it make it a destination. Some of the best beer you'll ever have. Go to the website too. Yeah, EclipticBrewing.com. Check them out today. Welcome back from the break, episode sixty-one. Did, did you already drink yours? You get your <coughs> no, paper. I off. just I just rolled my paper off. We're on you, air. You gotta, uh, we are. No, yeah, yes. you gotta like twist the paper, Matt. Come on. All right, I'm joining. See, I still had some. Oh, you had mm. You had enough coke. All right, we got to clink them. All right. Twist off your cap. Clink your glass. Here, give me yours so we can do it by the mic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. It's Cheers, like a- boys. ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> give me to the second half. Oh. Underberg ASMR. It's so smooth. Mm. <laughs> mm, that tastes good. Could you hear it percolating into my mouth when I drank it yeah. by the mic? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Underberg. Fantastic. Like, we, I like, did that for the listeners. Oh, you're a man of the listener. They uh, they love it. <laughs> Underberg. They uh, uh, are so kind. And we had an awesome meeting with them, as we were alluding to in the end of the first half, just this last week. 
the same the same week we had uh, an awesome meeting with speciation so it was really cool to have um a couple of really good chats i guess it was back-to-back weeks but same idea yeah we had uh yeah a lot of cool stuff brewing Absolutely. underberg underberg is uh I mean, I don't think I'm out of line saying this. They they, they want to step it up with the EOT. They do, so. and uh, we're we're we'll step it up too. Like we're we're taking our relationship to the next level. Yeah, and, it's like um, we're we're, uh, we're gonna have we're asking know, them them to prom. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say the vows the vows are in in process here. It, yeah, it's uh yeah it's, it's it's gonna be a good thing. We're taking them to prom. We're taking them. Uh, yeah, the the call we had was essentially we'd been dating and we both we proposed on the call and they said yeah so yeah <laughs> that's so Gen Z we we proposed on the call yeah on Zoom I broke up with her on Instagram <laughs> oh not even through a, a uh, direct message I posted something so <clears throat> during the break we got into a little bit of a tangent that we need to get back on yes Bill Stefan. You, yeah, Bill Stefan, number Bill one. Stephan. He's gonna be a he's gonna be a guest. He's gonna be a, <laughs> no, the AI the stuff. Kindergartners. <laughs> the AI stuff. Oh, the AI stuff. Yeah, yes. but let's crack the beer too. Oh yeah. yeah. Pass, yeah. Or actually, Who's gonna read this one? I'll Matt, read, you I'll, do it. I'll read the uh, label or the. You read. This. I'll crack. Yeah, exactly. You crack. You crack and pour. Um, <laughs> the worst pourer here. That's okay. So this is from uh, Colette again. Um, David, we hope you enjoy. We hope you enjoy our new seasonal release, Parsec Grapefruit Hazy IPA, brewed with cashmere, citra, and real grapefruit. Ooh. This hazy shines with astronomical unit or amounts of stone fruit and citrus flavors. ABV six and a half, IBU forty. That sounds awesome. When they say what real did, grapefruit, we know from John Harris they the, don't mess what around. What was before no. grapefruit on there? Cashmere Cashmere six, hops. Cashmere hops. Smooth. Fit. Smooth and silky and then citra hops. This might be a first for me. I don't know if I've had cashmere. I don't think I have either. Oh, that was good. I even splashed my eye there. You got some on your um, splash guard too for your on your mic. Oh, I did. That's a sign of a good crack. Oh, it's uh from Colette too. Yes. Initial like I haven't poured any yet, but look at this. It's it's not foaming. Mm-hmm. It's got carbonation. It's like a, it, it almost looks like an orange juice, like a mimosa. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Like we we about to find out. Oh yeah, definitely has some good haze. I love um, the idea of real grapefruit and beer because that was like remember that tangerine sour they did or the orange yeah. sour and he was like yeah. yeah we literally like peeled orange, <laughs> we we're like yeah. throwing fruit in. I think it I, it well. gets a head kind of like when you pour champagne in orange juice. Mm-hmm. Like it it has a very strong resemblance. A fine effervescence. Yes. It's a good way to get ahead in life. Yes. Fine effervescence. Hey, get over here. Let me fill you up. You little rascal. <laughs> you too. Yep. Fill get over up. here. 12 ounce. Yeah, this will pour perfectly yeah. into our three glasses. Cheers. Cheers. Ecliptic. Cheers. We love you. To the Parsec Hazy IPA. Damn, son. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ooh, good. Good. It's a light for a hazy. It's light and it's uh very it's like very real grapefruit. Yes. Not not our, not, not yeah. like candy or grapefruit, but like no fresh. No, no artificial no, flavors. It, it feels like you're eating a grapefruit. Yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. like uh, It's yeah. right on. It's so good. I the one thing I admire so much about all of Ecliptic's beers <clears throat> is is how light they are. 
Mm-hmm. Like they're all. I mean, I, I, you can you can find them like the the uh, barley wine that was like a heavier beer. Yeah. Um, and the the other one that we had last last episode, Sadness Stout. Fi- yeah, fifteen percent or Sadness Stout. Mm-hmm. Like those are heavier, but compared to like anytime I see a hazy IPA, I'm like, eh, no, I'm that's not <clears throat> my thing because it's just it's like pulpy and like yeah, too much. Yeah, yeah, you just get filled up from it. All of theirs. Are, yes, it's a hazy, but it's so drinkable. Oh yeah, yeah. Not a lot of like sediment, you know. No, it's like, it, they're they're all light. Like yeah, I don't this, need, I don't need chunks the one we in had in the beer. first half. Like perfect example. Like it poured like a Coca Cola, and it like it was as filling as a like drinking a Coke. Like it's not like you get all like bloated and yes, you know, they're very drinkable beers. I think the um sorry the brewer's term for that is like the mouth feel of the beer is very drinkable and light and expected and that's what you want like you want a hazy ipa to be like refreshing and like juicy but yeah. then a lot of places again they do yeah like you say the they do the the sediments in there and you're like this is anything but juicy and and fresh and yeah fruit forward so for them to be able to achieve that here that that's that's john harris factor right there that's, it, it is because <clears> it's <throat> like you have the a feeling of drinking of like a filtered beer Yes, but yeah. it's unfiltered. Yeah, and it's just the sign of a true, a true pro, a true yes. pro. <clears throat> John well, Harris, an pro artisan. tour. He's pro tour. <laughs> He's pro tour. <laughs> he just signed. Ain't no minor league. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing him in uh, roughly uh, 14 months yeah. or so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it'll be cool. Meet it's, him in person for the eclipse. Yeah, it'll well, um, once we have our 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 meeting uh, in the coming months here for planning. We have a pretty good plan in place. Kind of maybe come up with some sort of summary email or something that's, you know, not too like overwhelming. Just like, hey, here's where we're thinking. Here's the link of where we're thinking of going. It kind of just like a little package. Yeah, it's it's going to be a really good year. And what a better way to lead into 2024. That's it's all timing out just right. Yes. It's all timing out. But anyway, yeah, back it's like to we're climaxing at the right time. <laughs> exactly, right at, during the Umbra. That's when you want it. That's when you want to target. <laughs> when the uh, moon shadow hits just so ever so slightly, it's when you want to climax. <laughs> you listen here. <laughs> the way Four it goes. Four minutes of pure climax. Four minutes twenty. I hear. <laughs> it's like oh, somebody ringing a bell. <laughs> ding um, ding. Four minutes, 20 seconds of climax. <laughs> oh, you come on down south a little further to San Antonio, we got 4.30. <laughs> oh, it's going to be awesome. Uh, but getting back to what Nathan was saying about the AI stuff. So <clears throat> in the news recently, it definitely main, main, has made mainstream news is the idea of open AI in, uh, as a company, but as really more or less artificial intelligence for language and their their product chat gpt which is available for like trial use essentially Mm -hmm. is um, blowing a lot of people's minds i think and the capabilities of the technology and kind of everyone knows what ai is and they've heard of things or heard of projects but this is the first one that you can touch and like mess around with and like try and you're like wow this is nuts i can tell i can ask this thing to act as a screenwriter and write a story about something that I'm just coming with off the top of my head and it does it and it's so productive. So, so yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm just going to say, <clears throat> so on that topic, Matt yes. did a little, uh, little 
inquiry into the technology here. I and did. He, he put in like some some kind of variables of like what we talk about, who we are. Yep. And you sent it to us a week or so ago. Yeah. So I actually had to do it. I had to do it again, and it's it's oh. fu- it's funnier. Oh, is it? Well, can I re- read the first one? Yeah, for sure. Because it, it was a good one. I yeah, thought it was so good. So that'll be the good one. Read that one. And then I will have Siri read this one, which yes. will make it feel more AI. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. So welcome to Eclipse on Tap, the podcast that's a little bit like a solar eclipse for your ears. Just. Oh, you're good. Okay. She was just right. getting ready. Skin <laughs> ready. Just like an eclipse, we're rare, exciting, and occasionally a little bit dark. But unlike an eclipse, you can listen to us whenever you want. Each episode, we'll be serving up a variety of topics from current events to pop culture to the meaning of life, all with a healthy healthy dose of humor. Or I'm sorry, a healthy pour of humor. Yeah, Ooh, even they, better. They tied in, they tied they in, tied the, in the beer. Yeah. And of course, we'll be talking about everyone's favorite topic, beer. So wherever, you, So whether you're a craft beer connoisseur or just enjoy a cold one, on uh, every now and then, Eclipse on Tap is the podcast for you. So join us, won't you? We promise not to leave you in the dark. Yeah, it, that's it, like that. Yeah, like, it's a, it's it scary makes a good. good lot of good puns. And the way that you can really leverage this technology in terms of language, and a lot of people, I think at the OpenAI, who's the company, I I think I'm an optimist about it. I think they're taking the right approach, being really responsible with the technology. And making it about like, it's not necessarily going to take over human creativity, but it allows you to like, it's my idea, right? Like I'm telling it the idea, but it's just helping me get there. Right? Yeah. Like, like, like the puns that are in that, like I wouldn't have come up with that. Like, exactly. The puns. And like, so you're sitting around the campfire and you have like a good idea with your buddies and you're like, oh, wouldn't it be crazy if this was like a movie? You could just be like remember what I was talking about around the bonfire and then you just ask it and then it writes the movie. Like it's, it's not so um, like, yeah, you think about that. What's that going to do to industry? Like, yeah, like creating movies. You, you could like AI yeah. is going to come up with movie th- plots for sure. Well, like writing commercials is another thing too. Like, yep. If you're a commercial you writer, come up with a yeah. commercial, like boom, just tell it what you want. If you're I a mean, commercial writer or you're like in preparation to become one, that's, I'm commercials sorry. make more money than movies and shit like i mean you think well, about you got super bowl coming up yeah. this weekend what is it a million bucks for like 30 seconds or something oh yeah it's insane yeah so there's a lot of pros to it that their goal of being like expanding language and expanding ability the people's ability to acquire skills like i don't know anything about how to write a website i when we had a website it was with squarespace it's really easy like they're you're essentially paying them a slight premium for them building the site but you're just like picking what you want right and organizing it and it maybe takes some general skill but you're not like coding the right. site you can be like code me a website for whatever it is using html and it will like write the code for you and then you just put it in and then there's your website so its ability to I'm advance my head right now as far as like programming and stuff like that's pretty insane right like you could be like write a write a short script for uh excel where i could install it as like a macro in excel because i have this one task that i always do repetitively and i do it it's like literally all i do all give, day give me something better than a pivot table <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> So yes. it's limited right now for sure. Like in, in the one that, that Nathan read off, uh, like was how, a, how long did it take that thing to generate that 
three seconds. See, exactly. Like, just how efficient it is. Yeah. Like, like if you when you apply this to, like, work, all right, I need to create an Excel table for, like, you know, distribution of X product or whatever. Like, rather than somebody having to sit there and do it, yep. if it can generate it in three seconds, you send it out to everybody, like... And then a lot of people think like, well, what happens to those folks in that job, in those jobs right now? Or like if you are an you still ad have to cross check it, don't you? Well, you'd have to cross check it. And also like, I think the general fear is cross check. So oh, you'd I, have to have maybe someone like just check it and like, does it make sense? Like, did it actually like, write, proofread it? Yeah. Proofread it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Your but, editor. But a lot of people look at it like, well, those jobs are going to get displaced by, you know, some technology. But I think the thing is, as long as those people are motivated, they're going to find something else that probably is more fun. I don't know. Like, it's, you know, they're not yeah. writing ads anymore. Now they're working at a bike shop or who knows? Like, there's going to be eventually, I think, a turnover. It's not like those people just aren't going to have anything to do. I, um, humans I, will still have things that they do for each other that are going to require human interaction. I like, think always. You know? there's, there's a danger in... in it's cool, but also a danger. Like, where is this going to spiral from here? But For anyway, sure. you have something to share, don't you? Yes, I do. Okay, I, I have another topic on this. Should we listen to Siri first? Well, I, I just, I just want to say this mm-hmm. one thing. The thing that's exciting about it for me and relating relating to space is, can they plug in to this AI? Like, all right, here's the Falcon Nine rocket. How can we improve upon it? So it could it could give an answer, and we that would develop more, you know, efficient space travel or or you know whatever it is like advance yeah. the rocket, not only for like safety purposes but efficiency purposes purposes like would it just accelerate the space program altogether? Yeah, so right in its current form, it's what you'll find if you do play around with it. It's you become like because I was just like thinking about it, like it's like wow, it's like mind blowing. In a, in a cool way, but also a scary way. And then I started playing around with it and I was like, oh, okay. Like, it's really crazy. Like, and it's honestly, it's super funny. That's the thing. Like, you can be like, write an ad based on these inputs. I'm telling you like just a few basic things. Write an ad for Underberg and it will spit something out. We can even try it. And then you could be like, make it funnier. And then it just like adds. Regenerates a new one. It regenerates a new one instantly so, with like, like some puns. And you're it's like. It's just crazy how quickly it can come up with that and then you'll Dude, be like throw, throw us a couple of dick jokes in yeah, there and- seriously you can and then you'd be like um i that that type of humor wasn't really my jam uh i meant more like sarcastic and then it'll write like this ad and it's like super sarcastic <laughs> we should that's, do a sarcastic right. version of let's, our let's okay so series got what did you plug in now so i will just again because we got kind of far from it uh i just threw a few inputs in about like this is we we do a podcast it's about space and beer and 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 we occasionally talk about cycling because it's our passion whatever write us like an ad for our podcast and i'll do siri for this first time in the future when we read these i'll just we'll just read them yeah but but siri does um, get more ai for for just this intro it's really good so i gotta select all i think because i'm more or less just like copying the text at this point oh you can't do like a there's no like button you have to like do that and then speak oh all right here we go ready Turn up Siri. Looking for a podcast that's out of this world? Look no further than Eclipse on Tab. Join Matt, Nathan, and David as they delve into the mysteries of space, sip on some cold ones, and occasionally talk about their chafed thighs from all that competitive cycling. Not your typical science podcast. Eclipse on Tap will have you laughing and learning at the same time.
Whether you're a seasoned astronomer or just someone who likes to look up at the stars and wonder, these three beer enthusiasts have got you covered. So come for the space talk, stay for the banter and bruise. Eclipse on tap, where science meets silliness and the universe is always on tap. Oh, <laughs> it's so golden! It's so good. Oh, it's so yeah, good. So good. we would never have come you know, up with no, that. Can you can you like have the same thing, but like say make it sarcastic? Yes. So here we go. So, I know what we're doing. The second half. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I I was listening to a podcast recently yeah. uh, where they were just messing around with it, and I it was one of my favorite podcasts that they've done. Because, and that's the thing, like with a technology like this, they were they were kind of introing it how we were too. And I I promise I'll get back to to it soon, but like does this destroy human creativity and the answer mm-hmm. is debatable right like they are saying that in 10 years think about what this is doing now in 10 years it's not that you just ask it to write the like the script for the movie you can have it like render the movie like a pixar movie right yeah. like write the movie a bug's life and it just makes the movie and use the voice act it's going to just do everything right oh. they said it'll be 10 times 10 yeah. to the 10th power more powerful than it is now which is scary that part does freak me out but as it is now, it's just, it's hilarious. You just give it a few inputs and it's all, cause it's all language based. And what you were saying, Nathan, it can't create any organic ideas. Like if you're you like to input something, well, it's, it's answers are coming from existing knowledge more right, or less. Yeah, like you yeah, can't. Right. So the idea okay. of what you said about space, yeah. like it, it will get there, yeah. but you can't necessarily, you could ask for ideas and it would be like, based on what's been tried in the past, maybe like adding some fins or like, yeah. it's that, well, but, it's no different that I mean that that it, like than any other sci-fi movie about AI. It's like I'm gonna tell this thing, this robot, to do this, and it it'll, it'll go do that. Like it's the beginning, the the very early stages of what could yes. become like, you know, something that takes over the world and and uh, and us. Yeah, it has to be <laughs> exactly. It has to be very uh, the the folks but that are not to building, laugh. It's not a yeah. It, that, it, it's like build, being built by humans, obviously. OpenAI is a company, and it's run by humans. But it's like... The thing that scares me is, like, can they put a limit on it? Like, once it develops that ability to, like, come up with its own ideas mm. and... Um, Start building shit. Yeah, like, build itself <laughs> exactly a, what a life saying. form. <laughs> yeah. Like, then, like, is can we put a limit on, like, where we just pull the plug on the thing and it, it shuts down? Right. Like, you know? it has to be handled responsibly. Or, and Will it find a way? Exactly. Does life, is this, yeah, it's a really, really good debate. It's, and it's, it has its scary moments. I find that generally, like, at least from this language model, it's like we just said that that, like, intro or whatever is so absolutely BP fantastic. Closed. So fantastically written and, like, with the best puns and, like, it's, it's spot on. And I did give it a lot of inputs. You know, I said what we, I said we talk about this, we talk about that. Uh, we are very casual and we, you know, try to be, you know, try to inject some humor. So I'm giving it a lot to, to work with, but it's just, it's just going off and it's, it's the best. Okay. Now tell it to be an <laughs> asshole and sarcastic. Uh, I'm going to say <laughs> now do it. Now Let's write, hear its best. Now write another ad, but make it sultry, more sarcastic. So I'm hitting this, and watch. It's already re- it's already. Oh my re- lord! <clears throat> Look at how quick it goes. Yeah, it's insane. So I'll have it read it in a second. My God! 
we'll do we'll did do you, one more Siri. Did you have to uh, like subscribe to this, or do you go onto their website and you can just <clears throat> yeah, you just sign up for it, and it's like it's a limit, it's like a beta testing, so more or less there, it's completely. Uh, more or less like research they're just learning more about it right because like okay. i said you can you can get it to its limit faster than you think like when you start messing with it you're like oh okay like it's it's like a really really good version of like when google first came out that was crazy right it wasn't yeah. considered ai but kind of right you're like well, what is the capital of you know yeah. minnesota I mean, and boom the boom. internet in general is kind of like ai for sure you know? so but, there's it's that's a good way to think about it that's how i'm thinking about it at least uh, but yeah, you sign up for it, and then uh, I think it like it took a minute. The the crazy thing too is it titles so this chat that we have going with it. It's like it's it's remembering what I'm saying before, and it it titled the chat like how you come up with like a group name, you know, for your friends. Yeah, the chat is called podcast colon space beer banter. <laughs> it's like pretty, pretty yeah. close to <laughs> pretty close to what we do anyway. Yeah, like space cool. beer podcast. On our logo, for sure. Here's the here's the sarcastic. Maybe version. we change it up. We go space beer banter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rebrand we ourselves. We gotta change the font on the kit. Change it. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna have Siri read this because I feel like it will make it funnier, given that it is written sarcastically. Because Siri is obviously has a very deadpan yeah. voice. Yeah. Yes. Come on, Siri. All right. I just gotta scroll. Come on. Get it. It might be funny as hell to hear her read it too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right, here we go. This is I, all I said was, now write another ad, but make it more sarcastic. <laughs> Oops, not translate. Oh, great! Another podcast about space. How <laughs> thrilling! But wait, it's not just any podcast about space. It's Eclipse on Tap, where the hosts Matt, Nathan, and David share their deep passion for cycling and talk about the same old celestial events you've heard about a million times before. <laughs> if you're looking for a podcast with cutting-edge research and insightful analysis, keep scrolling. But if you want to hear three dudes crack open a cold one and speculate about aliens, then you've come to the right place. Eclipse on tap. Because sometimes you just need a break from the hair-hitting world of science and want to listen to some dudes talk about beer and the occasional eclipse. Oh my god, that is gold. That's, that's so good. That couldn't have been more that, perfect. That's our new bump music right there. That's so good. <laughs> that, that could not have been more more perfect than it was. And it, it's so good. Oh. And, and like I don't know. <laughs> can you say can do it even more sarcastic? <laughs> I'll say make it a All little right. shorter. That was <laughs> that was sarcastic, but how about a little bit more sarcastic? Yeah. I'll say I like it. That was that, that was so good. That was so it spot was, on. That was more accurate than the first one. I know, one. yeah. Yes. That one was right yeah. on. It's it's so good. So I've been in, I've been enjoying it for like the humor scrolling. aspect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a podcast that's gonna tell you it's so good and it's what we try to say, like we're not gonna talk about this or whatever. That's a way better way to say it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Oh, it's great. All right. We've been way too nice this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Here, okay, here we go. I'm going to say, I like it, but <laughs> this is make it. This is just podcast gold right now. But make it shorter and even more sarcastic. This ought to be a treat. Wait, watch how fast it types. 
Oh, here she goes. She's going. Come on, Siri. I love it in Siri's voice. In Siri's voice, it is pretty good. Okay, here's the shorter and more sarcastic. And then, like I said, when you you'll know when you hit its limit, because like you'll be because I tried it. I like said do something, and I was like, now make it funnier. Yeah. And I was like, now make it even funnier. And then like eventually, it just kind of says the same thing, yeah. but it starts to like unravel a little bit. Yeah. Um. Oops. I dropped the uh, select here. Okay, this, we'll see how this one turns out. Come on, Siri. Introducing Eclipse on Tab, a podcast where three dudes talk about space, drink beer, and occasionally mention cycling. If you're looking for hair-hitting analysis and groundbreaking research, <laughs> keep scrolling. But if you want to hear some amateur astronomers speculate about aliens, crack open a cold one and tune in. Uh, so yeah, we hit. We already hit. Yeah, it. We hit yeah, the yeah. one. It's pretty much the same thing. It's just a little uh, bit shorter. So it kind of took the uh, the task of making it shorter, but the even more sarcastic. It doesn't didn't really get that. Yeah. But um, it, it, you should say this time around, make it even make it longer, twi- make it twice as long, <laughs> and even and more throwing car- dick jokes and, and make it. Yeah. So, but yeah. So we can say the thing is, is you can recall it from the beginning. Like, all right, originally when we wrote that ad, let's try it this way. So that way it's not trying to keep stemming it off the same thing. Yeah. Like let's backtrack, go back to the beginning and let's write that same ad, but include, and then it's like, it has a very strict profanity limit. So like, even if I, if I type Dick, it won't let me do it. But if I type wiener, it'll let me do it. How did it know about aliens? Did we, we, no, we did say extraterrestrial. Oh, we did say extraterrestrial. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but it's just like pulling all this stuff. I think it's fun. I don't know. We'll keep it going. Yeah. Um. So let's say, let's go back to the original. Let's circle style, back. The original style of the ad, but instead interject winner jokes. <laughs> Enter insert dick joke checked wiener jokes. <laughs> Come on. It says, um, are you sure about that? Okay, here goes nothing. <laughs> 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 and then it's right and then it's just going. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, it actually it it uses the word okay, I can't say it. You, hang right, on. Right. Come on, Siri. Talk oh. dirty to us. <laughs> oh my god! All right, selecting. Here we go. This one I think uh, will probably be garbage, but it's gonna be it's gonna be funny nonetheless. Um, are you sure about that? Okay, here goes nothing. Looking for a podcast that's out of this world and involves a lot of wiener jokes? <laughs> Look no further than Eclipse on Tab. Join Matt, Nathan, and David as they probe deep into the mysteries of space. Sip on some delicious brews and occasionally mention their nether regions. Not your typical science podcast. Eclipse on Tap will have you laughing and learning at the same time. Whether you're a seasoned astronomer or just someone who likes to giggle at silly jokes about anatomy, these three beer enthusiasts have got you covered. So come for the space talk. Stay for the dick jokes and drinks. Eclipse on Tap, where science meets silliness and the universe is always ready for probing. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Like, it has <laughs> big jokes. She said dick jokes. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, that, that was right, good. I love okay. this technology. I don't care if it kills us. 
it's so sassy like that's the like when you tell it to be funny there's a lot of ways that it could take that yeah it could just like obviously a lot of types of humor but it's always just like so sassy and sarcastic yeah (laughs) sorry not sorry oh Uh episode 61 is my new favorite episode yeah Yeah. (laughs) that was pretty good that was pretty good it was it was 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 pretty pretty good because it kind of started it off soft it was you know just like oh yeah you know but then all of a sudden it just took a real big turn well, well, it took a big turn because we uh, we told it to. Yes, we done told it to. <clears throat> um. Anyway, <clears throat> what else? What uh, outside of AI? Yeah, we'll tell I've, it one I've more got, thing and then. Oh, okay. Let's tell it one more thing. Did anyone see? <clears throat> well, well, I, I was gonna throw this in there. Yeah. Did anyone happen to see the uh, comet? I did not get a I chance to see it. It was no. It was too too over. cloudy. Too yeah. cloudy. But. That's also crazy too. The green comet. The green, the green yes. one. Yeah, it's also crazy in, in a uh, just a, the fact that that particular comet is not something that's visible frequently. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last time was the Stone Age, right? Uh, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that yeah, was said, the, wasn't yeah. it like sixty thousand years ago? Fifty that, to sixty, they said. Yeah. yeah, yeah, based on their estimates, and then there there's a chance that it might never be seen again. No, yeah. yeah. Pretty but crazy. We yeah. missed it because of the clouds. Yeah, <laughs> missed it. Damn. Perpetual clouds. We we have been uh, very cloudy, but we have a good weekend coming up. More sunshine. Mm-hmm. Um, and SpaceX has been doing some cool stuff too. They're yes. they're starting to get back into the uh, the flow of things after the Artemis. Elon, I, I feel like was was aggressive. This this is the ship that will take us to Mars. Did you see that okay. on the static yeah. fire test? He he tweeted that. It was the ship that will get us to Mars. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, making a stand for it. Um, but they did do some some test, tests this week that were impressive for sure um, for Starship. The 30, 31 booster static fire. Just in 31 boosters. <laughs> the comments nuts. were great. Like that static fire probably like altered the rotation of the Earth. Or Seriously. Something. Honestly. Like I wonder how far away you can feel that. It's got to yeah. be miles. Yeah, I would think so, and it's a that's a lot of thrust, and um, it's just being like and what like the stuff that's holding it down too. That's you know? that's what I don't like. I can't even imagine like what they <laughs> this, have. Like, how do they know that what they have to hold it down gonna is going to hold it? You're going to want to change out the bolts after they do a static fire yeah. like that. Put some Loctite on those. <laughs> it's crazy. The crazy. stress that thing's got to be able to hold. Mm-hmm. Oh my lord! And Dear Moon is supposed to be next year. Correct. Is that is that supposed yeah, to be twenty twenty four? Yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be. It, I haven't heard a date change on that yet. I haven't either. So um, we we should be seeing an actual full size BFR go up. Big fucking rocket. Yep. I mean, it's the Starship original now, name. but the the original name BFR. Mm-hmm. Um, we should be seeing that go up relatively soon. I would I would at least hope if you're a member of Dear Moon, then then bless your heart. I would hope that something goes up soon. Absolutely. Um, unless that gets postponed to the next year. It but, could. It could. The yeah. can could get kicked down the road, but it, there's no sign of it right now. And so a big static fire test like that, I think is a good sign. Excuse me. But I think it's uh, essentially a situation now where that's, it's kind of the whole package, right? Like they've been building bits of it. The, uh, stat, the little like hopper tests that they've done are with like a few of the rockets you know not 31 at the same time just like a few what is what it total has 33 33 okay so i think it said like 
31 of them in the static fire. One of them like just didn't go. And then the other one was actually like intended not to go or something. It was like a, I don't know. It, they're more or less. It was like 33 is on the physical rocket. 31 oh. was the static fire. Yeah. I wonder how many they need to like land the thing. Not that many. I don't think. Cause like when it came down like recent, no, that wasn't that recently. It was probably a, a year or so ago when, Remember that video? It looks like it's not even real. Yeah. Of the Starship landing. Yeah. And there's like three, I think. That's it. Or three or six or something. And, and it's got 33. Yeah. So. Insane. Little uh, platform like uh, landing wings pop out like just before, just before it hits. Yeah. The new one's got the like black belly on it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the solar, or the heat shields. Because like all, all it the lands, it comes down like that. Yeah. Yeah. All the the uh, first iterations though. Yeah. Just were like all. Chrome. Stainless, yeah, like all cold rolled steel. Cold yeah. rolled steel. But we learned about that from uh, race, race chaser. chaser. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's good that you know they're just just after. I think it, it, it's healthy to have Artemis competing semi with it. I mean, I know like you know uh, there's there's a business relationship between SpaceX and NASA. There's an ego obviously. though, but there's also a, a competition, <laughs> like a like yeah. a you know. Y- just a, a healthy competition yeah to get NASA, NASA to, doesn't want spacex getting to the moon or to mars before them no but I they're mean, also they, willing to make money off of you know using the uh yeah pad for sure you know yeah there's so, a huge commercial aspect yeah but i think um i think it's good i think i it's it's good to see because i think for a little bit there elon was really into the uh, other stuff, all, mm-hmm. his other uh, little endeavors, business endeavors that he was in, into. But I think it's good. I think it'd be very good to see him like this year get back into the SpaceX thing and and see some real activity. Yeah. With the uh, BFR, I feel like he's used his acquisition of Twitter to do that. Like, you know, I like the attention's on him because he bought Twitter. Like nobody thought that he could or he would or anything, and he did. And now, I mean. Yeah, there's a lot of like he he gets into the weeds on Twitter, but like he's using it as a platform to promote his other businesses like mm-hmm. Tesla and SpaceX and you know, um, I don't like I think that's a you know I mean he could have been on Twitter and either way he wasn't doing any, anything controversial, but it like owning it and then being able to use it to promote you know what you're doing with space exploration or with car technology or tunnels or whatever mm-hmm. flamethrowers mm-hmm. yeah it's, yeah it's he spent cool. a lot of, he spent a lot of time on like things we already know like um the social media you know kind of like altering the narrative on yeah. you know news and things like that and like what people are saying so he spent a lot of time like release releasing stuff on that that i think like we already kind of knew that was going on so let's focus on like space exploration yeah. and stuff Cooler like stuff. that and yeah and stuff like that like that that is i don't know it's it's more useful information like you know we're not idiots we know that you know all the stuff that is going on with uh social media and the news and all that we know that's the, the, it's just the case anywhere you go mm-hmm. and and yeah i mean it's it's good to kind of like finally like hear some of that stuff out loud but let's focus on the uh the the actual goal and the the cool stuff and the cool like uh, technology that we have going on and the cool initiatives that he's got g- mm-hmm. going on with you know going to the moon and rockets that boosters that can la- land themselves and things like that and, and let's 
get to get to the moon. I mean, I'd love to see Starship soon. I mean, they're going to have to like send a unmanned uh, Starship around the moon before they they take up nah, Dear Moon. I would nah, think with AI. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> first try. No, I it, it's it's a good point, and they haven't done it yet. What it, and it's it reminds me of the Falcon Heavy in some ways. Like I feel like the Falcon Heavy when they were putting that thing together, it seemed like very far-fetched right and then they kind of just did it and it went pretty quickly like i remember looking at it i think it was we were at the bar and we were looking at it on the on the phone like they're like oh wow they threw a february date already like or whatever it was and i think it was in november or something when we were talking and then boom they just did it they just can you can you ask ai right now to tell a story about matt Nathan and David going to the moon right now on the yes. Dear Moon mission. On the they Dear were, moon mission. Should we say that we were last second editions? Yeah, we were la- last second editions. Absolutely. We don't know what to think of it. We're a little nervous. Can you write a short little story for us? A little tale. Will AI be able to tell us, like, you know, if if there's a problem with uh, Starship, would it be able to tell us that there's going to be a, a problem? Like, I'm almost thinking about this. Like, is it going to be able to? to basically predict the future uh, like all right S- starship number 28's going out to orbit the moon or land on the moon or whatever you know i i, I guess Matt's, i'm just curious what its capabilities well, will be Matt, will it be able to predict like all right there's going to be a you know an issue with the fuel or mm-hmm. with you know the launch, I don't know. Well, I think I mean, it's it's like if you're putting AI towards the task of uh, like risk probability. Yeah. Right. Like humans do that now, and and they're using computers to help them identify risks. But if you allow AI yeah, to to, exactly. to monitor risks, then yeah, like I think it would be way more safe. You're, if like, you if you asked it, that right now, your phone might start smoking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like the other thing about it, like could you ask AI like? All right, I'm thinking this weekend again is the Super Bowl. Uh, if if uh, you put in the statistics of all the players or whatever, like, will it be able to predict who's going to win the game? Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If all the statistical attributes of every player on the field, throw that into some sort of engine that's monitored by some like an AI thing like this, where it's way more efficient than anything else so it's it has every possible scenario that could occur or something it it is crazy like the the math power of something like this is uh really very powerful i think uh in a good way potentially but also in a bad way yeah if it's used in the wrong way what does that say so i said okay let's write a short story about matt david and nathan it's set in 2024 um the dear moon mission they they all have depends yeah the de- the dear moon mission is three months there's no from toilet launch <laughs> the toilet broke down like add that too yeah, add yeah, that yeah, in yeah. There. yes yes the, the toilet doesn't work yes and they find this out when they're like 20 seconds into launch yes the toilet just doesn't work like somehow there's an alert that goes off yes Let's write a short story. I'm going to say full of humor because that does help it. Because otherwise it's going to write like a very specific, like a boring short story. But Matt, David, and Nathan, it is set in 2024. The Dear Moon mission um, is three months from launch. Um, Of course, using the SpaceX 
Starship as its launch vehicle. And then we'll say um, the three or three original astronauts or uh, what, what, not even astronauts, right? They're like the three original um, like people dropped out. What would you call them? Not astronauts, but like uh, uh, passengers or three, origi- or three ori- original selections for the launch had from the original selection had explosive of diarrhea the <laughs> morning of the launch and they had to call up Matt, David and, and Nathan. Should we say that or do yeah. the broken down toilets? No, no. They, they had explosive diarrhea. They couldn't go to the launch. They called up Matt, David and okay. Nathan to do this. Three passengers from the original selection of a 12. And the couldn't. 20 seconds into the launch, they find out the toilet doesn't work. Oh, I don't we know did, why I'm focused on this right well, now. Well, we did say th- it's three months before. So we're finding out three months before. So we'll say uh, decided to drop out. The original selection of 12 decided to drop out. Matt. I'm looking at this uh, ecliptic beer logo. That, that is so cool. Like it the is oceans, awesome. It almost looks like the oceans are like parting around the astronauts. Mm-hmm. Our bluish hue uh, receive a call and are asked to join last minute. They accept, but <laughs> 20 seconds into find launch. that 20 seconds into launch, the toilet is broken. <laughs> the toilet of the spacecraft <laughs> is malfunction. Is completely out of service <laughs> out of service <laughs> for their two sorry week, for their two-week journey for their two-week journey okay <laughs> we've yes. given it a lot to work with here. <laughs> we're gonna write a movie about this all right oh my god all right Siri's okay. gonna write it all right it to us it's already gone it's it's going so good oh yeah all right <laughs> okay let's just let it roll <laughs> come on siri i want a good story it's like, wow, this is long. This might be too long for Siri. No, no, no. It's good. <laughs> Siri can do it. It's like the first chapter of Harry Potter. Chapter <laughs> <laughs> 96. It just keeps going. Chapter one. Oh, man. Oh, All it right. said in the oh, end. It's, we got to be close. Oh. Episode 62. We're going to be reading this off. <laughs> All right. We, should we do... Uh, oh, here. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Is it done? What, what happens? Done. What happens? <laughs> I just saw. I saw the last sentence, and it's oh, pretty. No. It's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, oh no! All right, hang on. Let me let me get catch this. What, what happens to me? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what happens. Okay, here we go. Come on, Siri. Matt, David, and Nathan couldn't believe their luck. They were going to the moon. Okay, it wasn't exactly the Apollo missions of the 1960s but it was still pretty damn cool. The Dear Moon mission, aboard SpaceX's Starship, was just three months away from launch, and they were all set to be spectators from afar. That is until three passengers from the original selection dropped out, and Matt, David, and Nathan received a call. It was an offer they couldn't refuse. They were going to the moon. Sure, it was a bit last yes. minute, but hey, when do you get an opportunity like this? But as they strapped themselves in and counted down to launch, they soon realized that they had a problem. A big problem. 20 seconds into the journey, the toilet was completely out of service. Two weeks on a spaceship without a toilet? 
This was going to be a long trip, as they floated in zero gravity, with nothing to do but stare out the window and ponder their own existence. Matt, David, and Nathan quickly realized they needed a plan, and fast. They tried to ration their water, but it was no use. The three of them were drinking more than they anticipated, and they soon ran out of their supply. They even tried to fashion a makeshift toilet out of some spare parts, but it was a disaster waiting to happen. In the end, they decided to make a pact. No one would talk about their bathroom needs, and they would just power through until they landed on the moon. And when they finally did touch down on the lunar surface, they knew they had truly accomplished something great. They may have been short on space toilets, but they were long on determination. Matt, David, and Nathan, the guys who went to the moon, and didn't have a pot to piss in. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's <laughs> 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 <That's> so funny. <laughs> they didn't they didn't have a pot to piss in. I love how it gives the little slogan at the end. <laughs> oh man. It's oh, man. so funny. Oh, it's so good. I hope that they people made are- a pack not to talk about how bad they had to poop. <laughs> they just they yeah. just kept going to the moon. Yeah, I love how it says, yeah. and they just decided to power through it until. The- <laughs> There's no way we could. I mean, in zero gravity, floating around, no. just staring out the windows, as uh, Siri put it. Oh, uh, so perfect. I mean, that that would have that was gold. That, the, cinematic uh, gold in the writing right there. <laughs> the best part is it. Um, it remembers from earlier when when I when we asked it to write an ad, we said make it funny. And then we said, make it sarcastic. So it's like, okay, mm. this guy likes sarcasm a little bit. So it added a little sarcasm in there, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's just, that was gold. Like when it was like, it's no, it's no Apollo mission, but <laughs> yeah, it's no 1960s Apollo mission. Yeah. What did it say? Boy, did their luck change or something. <laughs> Boy, were they thrown for a loop. <laughs> The best is to you can be like, uh, make it make the story uh, quite a bit shorter and use a lot of like old timey sayings. <laughs> with with nothing, did she say with nothing to do but stare, float in zero gravity, staring out the window. Yeah. <laughs> like so sassy about how bad they had to poop. So sassy, like so, <laughs> so like uh, it's got a very like dry sense of humor in the funniest way. It's yeah. it's it's so good. Oh man, oh it's great. But yeah, hopefully people use it for that because uh, <laughs> hopefully, people, hopefully people use it. Nice pivot. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully they do because, man, it's fun. But it could be scary real quick. Yes, yeah. it could. It could be really fucking scary. So at least we know that, uh, like, we can always say we had fun when it first started. Yes. Yeah. God bless us all. Yeah. We're never gonna get. I mean. The, the likelihood that uh, we get the call up to Dear Moon, and, and literally they have no one else but three, three, the three of us to do that with. I mean, that... Zero percent chance. Yeah, zero, zero. But but it still could write a damn good story about it. Oh, yeah. And the fact that Siri reads it is just the best. I think it is funny. I, at first, I thought it would be like, it'd get too much, but it's so funny. <laughs> Didn't have a pot to piss <laughs> could tell it like uh all right cool that sounds like an awesome short story now write me like this you know the book became a movie write like the slogan the cap the caption or the slogan for the movie yeah (laughs) and make it like mission impossible themed (laughs) oh man it's just so much fun that's all i've done with it is like 
make myself laugh. That's, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm using it for. Uh, and it's not, that's not a bad, I'm just, you know, what I, I really need it, you know, right now. I'm, I could solve world hunger, but it's making me laugh. <laughs> yeah, I got it hooked into me now and you know, it's all right. It helps me, you know. Oh man. Good stuff. Ridiculous. Hey, so we got to talk about a uh, little bit of uh roster too. Yes. We talked, we, we, we teased it last episode. We did. Yes, roster. Maybe we talk like this episode. We cover kind of like new or um, kind of returning guys. Yeah, new or uh, yeah, yeah, people that are newer to the. We still have to system. do a uh, Captain Planet guess. We oh, do. Yeah, we do, don't we? We do. Do you have a guess? I don't at this point in time. Uh, I don't either. Uh, I don't either. All right, I've dropped hints. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. Uh, but. Uh, a couple of guys returning mm-hmm. to what well, not returning like first one I'm thinking of has been on the team we've actually sponsored or we've had him as a as a sponsor a logoed position on the team mm-hmm. uh but returning back to Michigan new daddy yes. Jordan Dikema yes yeah. that's going to be fun Jordan Dikema welcome back to Michigan uh is that that's public yeah or, okay i think yeah, so yeah. i think so yeah yeah, yeah. um because they already, they're back, right? Nobody, no. Uh, so, yeah. Claire gave her notice. They're, they're oh, okay. moving back. He's, he's, I don't think he's working right now. Gotcha. But, uh, he's accepted a position. Maybe he's working virtually, but he's accepted a position uh, actually in like uh, Portage, I think. Kalamazoo Portage nice. area. And so they're looking at the south side of town. That will be fun if he's in town and Wednesday nights at Grattan. Yes. Oh, man. Super, super strong cyclist and uh, really good dude. Yeah. Someone who would uh, mesh right in. It would be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. He uh, drinks beer. Yeah, he drinks beer. And uh, and he's he's a good guy that um, we're ex- always excited to have in the EOT cycling kit. Yeah. <clears throat> he swam in high school, swam in college. Fun fact about the EOT crew is we actually have the, I, th- I think it's the top two times in the 100 meter back, 100 yard backstroke mm-hmm. in the state by... Dikema, yep, and then J Sol, J Sol, yep, yep, really, really talented yeah. swimmers in their uh, in their heyday. Well, they're still in their heyday, but in yeah. their in their younger years, in their high school years, right? Yeah, elite. I, I think they're number one and two <clears throat> either at their school or or like you know regionally, yeah, uh, statewide. It's whatever. like Zealand, Zealand, or or, yeah. or uh, J Sol went to Zealand, I think, and yeah, both Westsiders too. Yeah. yeah, something in the water, Dutch boys. Yep, something in the water. All right, yeah. yep. They so they we got it, yeah. JD come on, coming back. That's gonna be fun. Oh yeah. What else we got? Uh, we have um, Killer Carl. Yeah, Killer Carl Menzies. He's coming. Always, back. always a pleasure to have him aboard. Stalwart of EOT. Yeah, he's been here with us since the inception. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He. Uh, great, great, great guy, and um, something hell of a realtor. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hell of one. Sold me my house, and. Um, just an awesome person to have around. <clears throat> We're excited that he will be leading us out at uh, Grattan once more. He's, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's he's world class. Like just as a as a guy, and uh, clearly his experience is like above anybody on the yeah. team. Legit, so, yeah. And then we had Gary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we were like so Gary rode with us last summer. We've had the relationship with him since the inception of the OT. 
<clears throat> the, yeah, since the, yeah, for sure. So he's he's always made our kits for us and yep. everything. And then last last uh, spring, I think he's like, I, I I'm gonna. Do you guys mind if I ride with EOT this summer at Gratton? We're like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, let's go. So he like he's the brains behind all of the kit that we make. Uh, well, he and his wife Teresa, and uh, th- like the cool designs we come up with, and and like we get treated like royalty mm-hmm. because we're boys with him and he's like oh, i want whoever i'm riding with to have the coolest stuff so it's it's been a very very cool relationship with with gary and Teresa and Vi 13 yeah yep. it's he's he's awesome and it, the the pattern is you listed your two uh top tier elite you know former elite swimmers both aussies that now but now i'm saying that was jason oh, yeah. decamo yeah now you've got your two aussies all right who else we got Tekela, mike Tekela, Tekela, david well well we got Tekela. He was a thorn in my ass so yeah. many years ago when we were like racing full time, <laughs> and then he he like got back into it. Man, last summer, like, so he came out to Grattan two years ago and was just getting back into it. I was like, oh, it's as so a good, lone so wolf, good to, yeah, yeah, so good to see you, Mike. You know, well, the, the summer of twenty twenty two, he starts coming out regularly, and he's he's just ripping our legs off all summer. Like yeah, all yeah, three yeah. of us can attest, like, yeah. like. The, our grand squad is looks gonna be awesome. It's, it's <laughs> gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah, it's just gonna be really fun out there. One other person, right? New. Uh, uh, I don't know if we can announce this, but we're going to Rob Foshag. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Someone e- east side of the state presence, right? Igor. Yep. Uh, yeah. So Rob, I will say this: like, there's there's a very very few select guys within bike racing that really know what they're doing. Are respectful on the bike like know how to race a uh, a crit or a road race whatever discipline you're in cross i mean he's a hell of a cross rider that that you just you have to have a respect for because you know you feel like you want to approach the sport you know in a certain way and be respected by the guys that you race with and he is uh in that top tier i put him like you know we talked about old balls like old balls is that kind of guy rob mm-hmm. is that kind of guy like you don't ever have to worry going into a corner with the guy and he's he's smart he's fast uh and he you know we just we're chatting and it was like hey uh you know he he's kind of been going lone wolf and uh we, we uh, offered him a contract we, yeah, we, <laughs> we offered we him big up, money well we swoop up the like, lone roll yeah. the, the lone wolves yes, yeah we, we, do. Do. we do and we and we make that's, we weave that's kind them of into. our niche um no it's going to be a really fun year i think and i'm looking forward it's like kind of wild that it's already the getting into mid-february you know yeah. this winter is going by quickly because of the strange weather we've had literally yesterday pouring rain um if you i don't know we, we've got some listeners in in much nicer areas of the country in terms of weather so you might not understand, but yeah. <laughs> we do. So please send us a photo of the sun. <laughs> yeah. Of the comet. Maybe, maybe we can get some vitamin D from your photo. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> just a little bit, a little bit, but, uh, but yeah, no, I think that's, that's a, a good spot to end. Do we want to have, do we want to have the AI like close out the podcast? Yes. Do we want to have the AI guess? Eclipse on tap. What the planet is. Yes. I forgot oh, about yes. planet of the month. Ooh. Yeah. So I might uh, just guess that it's Mars incorrect sir oh that's okay this is an interesting scenario so because that's what i was about, gonna, we talked we talk, yeah, I don't know. So, talked about mars incorrect okay. <clears throat> matt i'm bad at this game <laughs> that is uh something we know i don't know 
man, you've stumped me for sure. So it's more or less an arbitrary guess. Go on. Neptune. Matt, congratulations. You won your first game. That's fairly arbitrary. Planet of the month. Yes. Can, you, can, yes. I, can I please ask what clues were dropped for Neptune? The water, the blue, the aqua. Oh, oh so it was uh, an arbitrary yes. guess, and I, I just got really lucky. Okay. The, so <laughs> it was inspired by Ecliptic Beer. The you did label, mention that label a couple times. Yes. Yep. The label was very cool. It's the astronauts standing in front of like this parted sea, blue, and it's got, you know, ships in it whatever but the blue was the guess the blue was okay wow clue. so i got lucky and um i should go buy a lot of ticket <laughs> so i'm captain first Planet. time yes I'm, I'm kind of disappointed that you got it i wanted to hear what siri thought it was yeah well, should we ask though um but uh, siri's or, not gonna really know unless yeah they won't know her. how to play the game yeah, she'll, yeah it'll need some inputs so i'll just say um siri would have had to have been listening to siri us the close whole out the show for yeah, us write us a um closing remark for our episode make it sassy 61 make it condescending sarcastic <laughs> and sassy <laughs> where we talked about recent space news chinese balloons <laughs> and ai <coughs> all while drinking cold beer fantastic beers from Ecliptic Brewing. All right, here it goes. Well, that's a wrap on episode 61 of Eclipse on Tap. We hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about space news, Chinese balloons, and AI, all while sipping on some tasty beers from Ecliptic Brewing. And if you weren't already aware, we washed it all down with a refreshing shot of Underberg. You know, for our digestion, we may be amateurs when it comes to space exploration but we're pros when it comes to drinking and digesting. Thanks for tuning in. And if you learned anything today, well, we'll be sure to let you know. In the meantime, keep looking up at the stars and keep drinking those delicious craft brews. We'll see you next time on Eclipse on Tap, where the beer is cold, the news is hot, and the hosts are, well, the hosts are definitely something. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. 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 We'll see you next time. <laughs>